the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Do you know that God is always thinking about you? You're on His mind right now. He cannot get you out of His mind because He loves you. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Thank you, Laura, and Merry Christmas, everyone. Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. I'm inviting you and your family to the Christmas Eve candlelight service, Tuesday, December the 24th at the Largo Community Church. Come bring the entire family to the silent night Christmas Eve candlelight service, Tuesday, December the 24th at 8.30 at the Largo Community Church in Largo, Maryland. Now, let's go into the sanctuary for the Christmas message. Let's take our Bibles and hold them up and say, this is the Word of God. God. It's just so marvelous to have God's Word recorded here in this book and to hold it in our hand. More importantly than that, to hold it in our hearts. Let's put it over our hearts and you pray this prayer after me or pray this prayer with me, after me. Father God, I thank you for your word. Great and marvelous words recorded in your book. Enlighten my mind and grow faith in my heart. Holy Spirit, help me today. To grow in the knowledge and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. In our Savior's name I pray. Amen. The call of love. That's what Christmas is. That is God sending his son to call us to his heart. And we, at this time of the year and throughout the whole year, celebrate Jesus and worship Jesus. And it's good that we have a date on the calendar, December 25, to tell us again that he came. As a reminder, just like the Holy Communion is a reminder of why he came, the purpose of his coming, to take our sins and to free us to be his people, the people of God. Yes, I'm, I'm thankful that it's the Christmas season and I'm celebrating it. I'm going to have a good time because God came into my heart and he made me a, a new person in him, just like he did for you, making you a new person in him. Love came calling, divine love, yearning love, agape love. I want to tell you a little parable of the, and it's called the parable of the pit. and I'm going to have to read it. And I don't like to read a whole lot from the pulpit, but I've got to read it. There's just too much here. But uh, it's the parable of the pit. It's a story about a traveler who fell into a deep pit and he couldn't get out. He struggled 
with all of his effort, exhausting all of his energy, but he was in the pit and couldn't get out. So a sensitive person came by and looked in the pit, saw him in the pit and said, I feel for you down there. A reflective person came by and looked in and said, you know, it's logical that someone would fall into that pit. A curious person came by and said, tell me, how did you fall into that pit? A self-pitying person came by and said, huh, you think that's bad? You should have seen the pit I was in. (laughs) An optimist came by and said, cheer up, things could really be worse. Well, a pessimist came by and said, be prepared because things are going to get worse. And then Jesus came by, seeing the man, took him by the hand, and lifted him out of the pit. There's a lot of talk about love and compassion in this world. The point of the story is, it doesn't do any good at all to talk about love and to talk about compassion unless we demonstrate love and compassion. Anybody can talk the talk. What's the rest of it? We need to walk the walk. And that's what Jesus does for all of us. He came to help us out of whatever pit we may be in. God demonstrates his love according to Romans 5, 8. God demonstrates his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now think about it. Jesus didn't say or our Heavenly Father, or come with a message and say, now, now, you straighten up a little bit, and, and I'll come down there and save you and forgive you and do good, but, but I want to see something to encourage me to come down there. I want to see something first. Did he do that? While we were yet sinners, Christ came. We weren't looking for him. We didn't know he was going to come, and he came and demonstrated his love and his compassion. Love came calling. Let's go way back now. Sin entered our world. You see, friend, when we ignore God's word, we reject God. I need to say that one again. When we ignore God's word, we reject God. Eve ignored God's word. She didn't murder anybody. She didn't commit adultery. She didn't become a drug addict. She didn't do any of these great big things that we call sin. All she did, a nice little lady, she just rejected God's word. And her soul was damned. Friend, it's a serious thing to have the word of God and to reject it. And I see it, and you see it also, going on all about us today. Governments are making rules about marriage and husband and wife and and about school and about prayer in the public school. And it just goes on and on. Nothing big and hideous. It's just rejecting the word of God. We can't veto the word of God with a resolution from The government, it just doesn't work that way. When we reject God's word, no matter how cultured, how nice, how educated, how good, how compassionate, 
just reject the word of God, the serpent has come. Well, thank God another has come. Jesus, to get us out of this mess, to turn us around and to turn us back. But we have to allow him to do that or we're lost forever. But we can be saved forever by accepting the Christ who came into this world. You see, when Eve ate the apple or whatever it was that she ate and gave to Adam and he ate it and the the most perplexing thing, and I have to talk to you about it another time, is that Adam stood right there beside her, saw the serpent have a conversation with his wife, saw her reach over and take, he never opened his mouth. What kind of a man was he? (laughs) He could have saved his wife. He could have said, honey, honey, no. Don't listen to that slimy creature. Don't listen. Friend, there are some things that we, not, me, we must not listen to. The only thing I want to listen to and encourage you to listen to is the word of God. And as we listen to it and we don't reject it, then we have accepted God and God has accepted us. That's another sermon. But I just can't hardly wait to get to it. And I will one of these days soon. But God came calling why didn't God say, look, I gave you the best. You just, you just threw your life away. You wasted yourself. No, God didn't do that. God came calling, Adam, where are you? Maybe he should have said, Eve, where are you? But he was calling out to Adam, where are you? And here he was and his wife over somewhere hiding Covered with leaves. What an outfit that must have been. Picking all those leaves off a tree and covering their shame. But grace, the grace of God, the kindness of God, the love of God. When I say grace, it means all of that, all of the above. Love, kindness, compassion. Here was shame hiding. Here was grace coming and they confronted Head on, forehead to forehead. Grace and shame met together in the Garden of Eden. Thank God grace came, God's love and God's mercy. And here is Adam and Eve trying to cover their shame with leaves off a tree. Now the tree didn't feel anything when the leaf was plucked from it. It's an inanimate object, no feeling whatsoever. The leaves are going to grow back again. The leaves have fallen off the trees now. They'll come back in the spring. So he covers himself with something that didn't have any feeling. Here comes God. And God says, your sin, your shame can only be covered with pain and blood. And God takes a lamb and the lamb felt the pain and the blood of the lamb was shed. And God says, this is the covering Ultimately looking forward to the coming of Jesus, the Lamb of God, his pain and his blood. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And we have seen ever since that time, as Adam tried to cover his own sin, mankind has tried to cover their sin. 
They have tried to make the world a better world. And the world perhaps is more lost today than ever before. I go into a library where a bookstore born today into bookstores and libraries. And I see all these self-help books on the shelf for sale. Self-help books. What is it? Man trying to better himself by his own logic, his own understanding, his own attempt at journalism, and to sell the book and make a little money on the side, besides, because he's the author or she's the author. But it's man's attempt. Man, from Adam and Eve covering themselves with leaves, man has forever been trying to cover himself. And man lies and tries to cover up and make himself or herself look better than, friend, it's only Jesus. It's only through pain, suffering, and blood that we can be saved. And that's what Christmas is all about, causing us to remember why Christ came to cover our sins. God's Son came, ultimately, that lamb that God killed, the poor little lamb, didn't do a thing. It was Adam and Eve trying to hide behind their own logic and their own covering. But neither did Jesus do anything. Even Pilate said, I find no fault with him. They had to, the government of that time or the Jewish people had to, Pharisees and Sadducees and the priests had to hire people to come in and tell lies on him in order to find some excuse to crucify him. He was perfect, just as that little lamb that God took. But God chose Adam and Eve, and God has chosen you and me over his own beloved son. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation. It's Christmas time at Largo Community Church. You're invited to the beautiful choir cantata and sermon entitled Jesus Came on Time, Sunday, December 22, and the Silent Night Candlelight Service on Christmas Eve, December 24 at 8.30. Our website, largocc.org, phone number 301-249-2255. The Largo Community Church is located only minutes from FedEx Field, 1701 Enterprise Road, Largo, Maryland. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Agape love, love known through the actions it prompts. Agape love never focuses on oneself. It only focuses on the object that is loved. God's not thinking of himself today. His thoughts are full of thoughts for you and me. We're the objects of God's love. Agape love, its meaning is not found in possessing, but in giving. God so loved that he gave his only begotten son. Watch love. See how it works. It doesn't just talk, 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 sing, sing, sing. It does, does, does. A holy and wonderful work of grace in every believing heart. Agape love, it indulges all. Whatever is necessary, whatever is required. That's what Jesus said to the Father. Whatever is necessary to turn this world around, to save sinners, to populate heaven, to get people out of hell, 
whatever is necessary, whatever is required. Love does it. He came, he came to this world. God's agape love comes calling, not in words, but in behavior. Love behaving toward us. God stooping low, stooping all the way from heaven, stooping all the way to earth. The scripture says in 1 John 4.16, God is love. That's the greatest single statement in all the Bible about God. Those three words tell the story. God is love. Tell me about it. No. Yeah, go ahead and tell me about it. But show it to me. God said, here's my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. For you, I'll take you over him. I'll kill him so that you can go free and not die for your sins. I'll make him pay for your sins. And God did it all. Friend, maybe he, no, I was going to say maybe he loves us even more than Jesus, but that's impossible. He loves us even as he loved Jesus. But you and I are saved today because of Jesus and God gave his son. God is love. God, the infinite, personal God. One of my favorite spiritual authors that I used to read more than I do in later years, but who really shaped my spiritual life, A.W. Tozer, he said this, I can no more do justice to this awesome and wonderful, wonder-filled topic that a child can reach up and grasp a star. I'm talking about something that I'm grasping for words to know how to explain and to convince and to communicate that God loves you just as much as he loves Jesus. But to try to do that and to receive it myself, I know it, but as Tozer said, if a child could reach and grab a star, then I could really communicate that, but it's too great a topic. You see, Christmas is approaching. The birth of Jesus is coming. God's agape love comes to us, not in words, but in behavior. Love behaving toward us. God is. God is what he is. He is what he was. He is what he ever shall be. You see, God never changes, but society, government, resolutions Everything is changing, but God is. Do you see that? God is love. God is. What he was when he created the world, when he formed man of the dust of the earth and breathed into him the breath of life, whatever God was then, God is now, right now. 2000, what is it, 2018, soon to be 2019. (laughs) 2018, 2019. God's never changed. But everything in his word is for our benefit. And when we begin to mess around with the word of God. You see, we have, as people in general, we have, got, we have asked God to get out of everywhere that God wants to be. We've asked God to get out of the home. Very few people have family altar anymore. We've asked God to get out of the schools. No more praying in schools. Not, not, even the Lord's Prayer, no praying. 
some young people in elementary, middle school, condemned because they wore a cross or carried a Bible, leave that Bible at home. Even the churches have taken the word of God, only those portions that fit their lifestyle. But the rest of it, they've pushed it out. We are taking crosses down in Bladensburg and everywhere else. God, get out of my life, get out of my school, get out of my home, get out of my church. And then we wonder why our lives and this world is in a mess that it is. When we reject the word of God, we reject God. But Christmas comes again to say, God loves us. Angels are going to be singing. The church is going to stand up and sing, love divine, all love excelling. Love came down in Jesus Christ. Love, the very unchangeable essence of God. Love shows itself. It cannot be hidden. Love cannot be hidden, stopped or quenched. And friend, and I close now, love is the badge of every Christian. You see that policeman put on that badge? You know, he's a, he's a cop. He's a policeman. That gives him authority or her. Well, love is the badge of the Christian. Love is the badge of God, and now it's your badge because he tells us to love one another. Does he not? In John chapter 13, he says this, by this, by what? By love shall all men know that you are my disciples. By love that not only talks love, but love that gets out there on the street and does love. Love behaving. Let the world see your light. Let the world taste of your salt, for you're the light of the world. You're Jesus out there. Let's vote like Jesus, act like Jesus, sing like Jesus, live like Jesus. At home, at school, at work, even on the highway. Amen. Would you bow your heads with me, please? With your heads bowed for a moment of prayer, think about it. Just think about the love of God because God is thinking about you. I'm going to go to your house on the Lord's Day. I'm going to read your Bible. I'm not going to allow this world and government, society, or culture force you out of my life, my home. Just tell God that. He'll know you mean it. He'll bless you. This communion service will touch your heart. I'll wait for just a moment while you pray. Thank you, Father God, for hearing our prayer, seeing our hearts, and the very desire in our hearts to serve you. We do want to serve you, Lord. That desire is there. Thank you, Lord, for putting that desire there. We love you because you first loved us and you came calling. We heard your footsteps. We opened our heart. We received Jesus into our hearts. In his name, amen. In Psalm 107.20, the scripture says, he sent his word and healed them. 
We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service to experience a wonderful fellowship of believers and faith-building messages based on God's Word that are sure to encourage your spiritual formation in Christ. Infant care is provided, and there are Sunday school classes available for all ages, so why not join us this Sunday? The church is located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Again, this is Pastor Jack Morris inviting you to the Christmas Eve Candlelight Service Tuesday, December 24th at the Largo Community Church. Service time is 8.30 p.m. That's the Silent Night Christmas Eve Candlelight Service Tuesday, December 24th at 8.30 at the Largo Community Church, Largo, Maryland. Merry Christmas, everyone. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.